Like, ultimately, this whole in the game thing is about efficiency and effectiveness. You know, it's not about being fluffy or feeling good all the time. It's about becoming an efficient, effective human being. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So we want to look at how do we operate from perceptions of effectiveness. You know, that's why I, I probably said it a couple of times, but it's like, you know, starting to move in the world like, you know, a secret agent or a special forces soldier in the sense of like, you start scanning the world and start operating with efficiency or a martial artist. You start moving in the world with the warrior mentality of the path of least resistance to achieve the best possible outcome. Okay? And that's not to say we want to be locked in being warriors because a warrior is only one phase, but you know, that is a very powerful foundational skill to operate from. Especially, you know, like a lot of you guys are breaking out of old molds of, of being. And uh, the, the start of every hero's journey is always the warrior's phase. Is anybody familiar with the hero's journey? All right, so I'll run you through this stuff because it's really juicy and I think it's very useful. So the idea is that human beings are on an evolutionary path, whether we like it or not. Everybody's moving from somewhere to somewhere, from birth to death. Okay, and there's usually something that happens in between birth and death, and that's called life. Now, there's been an observed pattern that happens in terms of humanity called the hero's journey. So the hero's journey is like a process of initiation or transformation that happens universally to people. And if you look at mythology and stories and movies, you'll see the same pattern of evolution showing up across the whole planet, across all history. So it's a principle of evolution, basically. And the basic story is, is that, you know, a person or a character starts from a place of basically unconscious incompetence. They don't know what they don't know. And then they get to a point where something arises in their environment that triggers something. Either they have a natural emergent urge, like just a desire inside them that wants to drive them to do something different, or something smashes them in their environment where they have no choice but to change their reality and become something different. So the idea in this process is that as we move in evolution, we're moving from unconscious incompetence to unconscious competence. Okay? So the first stage is stepping out of the comfort zone, which you've already started that. And the hero's journey follows certain very specific criteria. Like there's often like a doubt, is this the right thing? fuck this, I want to go home, this is a waste of my time, this is not for me, you know, all these sorts of like retreat behaviors, which are basically, I want to go back to my comfort zone. But in a sense, you don't really have a choice. Once you've got to that point and you reach a certain threshold, like obviously you can't go home now, there is no choice, right? So the only way is to move forward. On the next level is you start to get confused. Like, what the fuck is this? I can't go home, so I can't go back to who I was, but at the same time, I'm in the doubt of the possibility of who I could be. So I'm in a no man's land. And then that's where you start going through this process of learning about like gathering insights and allies. And you know, and that's what we're doing with like, obviously we're here as your allies and your support. And we're packing you guys with as many tools. So basically you're like warriors, like in a video game, like going around collecting like weapons and like, and jewels and stuff to like, to gain more character. And the principles that we're teaching you and the drills that we're running you through are exactly that. So it takes time and you are facing adversaries. The adversaries are your own internal doubts and fears and your perceptions of the past and attachments to relationships and all the stuff that you're carrying around that 
are challenges to your hero evolving, as well as the external adversaries. You know, people who don't give a shit, people who are rude, things like tiredness or challenges in the environment. They're all aspects of that hero's journey. So, in terms of the archetypes, basically, you're moving from a boy to a magician king, okay, in life. So the boy doesn't really have any choice. He just is totally at the whims of his environment. He has to try and hope that the world will take care of him. He needs mummy and daddy to hold his hand and make sure he's all right. Yeah? And then through a process of evolution, it gets to a point, and there's a whole, you know, there's a whole boy section to the journey, which we won't talk about now, but it gets to a point where the boy has to break away from the parents and he has to define his own identity and he has to become his own man. So through whatever circumstances that arise, he ends up in a position where he has to face the chaos of life. And that's where he has to become a warrior. He has to realize, shit, I'm in the world by myself. You know, I need to find resources and skills and abilities to cope with the chaos and the struggles of life. Because, you know, life is potentially dangerous. Even though it's basically good, it's potentially dangerous. So we need survival skills and we need to develop the ability to navigate with survival skill. And that's what the warrior is all about. The warrior is about mission, purpose, objectifying things like mission. Like uh, one of the skills of a warrior is a warrior doesn't get overly attached to emotion. So he moves with strategic action through the environment and through the world to achieve an outcome. And that can be dangerous in a way because it can make him a sociopath if he goes too deep. Like if you become too much of a warrior, you go, go psychopathic, you know, you don't give a shit about anybody else's feelings or anything else. And this, you know, being a warrior is a lot about power. So being a warrior is a lot about cultivating like a sense of personal empowerment, sense of personal direction and ability to have influence and control in the world. And if you become a skilled warrior, then you know you can do that. You know you can put intention into the world and ripples will happen. So the beginning phase is the warrior, but then the warrior needs to temper his warriorness with lover. He needs to develop an ability to have a higher purpose and a meaning and something that he's operating from that is not just power for power's sake. Like pickup for pickup's sake is kind of empty. You get that? Fucking women just to fuck women is kind of pointless. You'll do it for a little while and go, yeah, that's kind of cool, but then you just get like to a point and you're like, well, it's not even exciting anymore. It's just putting my dick in a vagina, basically. Yeah. And it becomes mechanical and robotic. And most pickup artist dudes are actually stuck in that kind of reality, which is a bit sad. But it starts to get juicy when you start to move into the lover phase, which is what's a higher purpose and meaning in a mission that you really want to connect with? So becoming a man of value, becoming a man, like in love is all about like creativity, art, beauty, passion, emotion, like, like just experiencing and expressing and connecting with the depth and engagement of life, like the, the essence of life. So, you know, these typical romantic kind of characters that you see, you know, like the Don Juans and the... The Casanovas are very much in that lover kind of phase. And there's a dark and a light side to each of these archetypes. Too much lover can become sloppy. Too much lover becomes like just indulgent, like fat and lazy and just feeding pleasure into yourself all the time. And that can become dangerous as well because you, you just become, you know, you, you're not a powerful man anymore. Just the same as too much power becomes, you know, uh, destructive. So you want a little bit of power, a little bit of love, and keep that intention with then becoming the king. So when the lover and the warrior start to unify and become a package, then you start to evolve a king kind of personality. So the king is a lot about mission, purpose, 
something bigger than yourself, serving a business, serving a community, creating a family, uh, you know, living a bigger mission and a purpose, you know? So creating a community, serving something that's bigger than yourself. So that's where the king starts to come into play. And it's good to recognize that you're a warrior, lover, on a path to becoming a king, because then it starts to give you a roadmap. Like who was asking before about like I'm in the potential of the nakedness and I don't know what to do. Being in the moment, it's like, well, we've got this new open space of possibility, what do we do? Having these archetypal blueprints and these understandings of mythology that are universal across all humanity all of a sudden gives you a very solid and potent, powerful roadmap. It's dynamic, it's universal. And it's not about saying you need to be this because you, know, you think how many different types of warriors exist in the planet? You know, there's tons of different expressions of warriors. How many different types of lovers exist on the planet? So these archetypes, even though they have the same basic essence, have many faces. They have many expressions. And you, as your individual self, is looking to find what's your individual engagement and expression with each of these archetypal essences? What's your individual engagement and expression with these principles? How do you take your personality and then run it through this process so that you can cleanly express already who you are just in a more amplified way, in a more natural and confident way. So the king is about getting onto that path of maturity and really owning yourself. So the king is basically a man who's got his shit together. He's got to a point where he's got stability in his life. Typically, you know, not always, but typically it might be things like, you know, aiming towards or having financial security, having a sense of like groundedness and purpose in the life, like having a space and a place in the world that's yours, that you have control over. Not because you know, you're an asshole, but because you want to actually create a little piece of heaven on earth for yourself and for those that come into contact with you. So it's a lot about you know, creating a positive kingdom. Like a good king seeks to influence the world because the good king realizes that he and the world are one. There is no separation between a king and his kingdom. Does that make sense? So the question is you want to build your kingdom and then you want to work out how you're going to create that kingdom. Now beyond the king is the magician. So the magician is that aspect of yourself which is engaged in the mystery. It's engaged in the principles. It's engaged in what's outside the box. What's beyond being a king. And that's about, it's about the mystery of life. It's about the, the journey of enlightenment, the journey of expansion and consciousness and, and learning to speak this language of essences and learning to move in the world with more of an understanding of all of the archetypes. Because the magician is all of the archetypes and none of the archetypes at once. So it's about learning to look at these kind of archetypes and these blueprints and starting to have more of an interactive nature and an interactive engaged experience with these principles. So, and the, the sort of the joke to the whole story is that the magician is really actually a fool. He's really like a divine child. So basically you're just like a clueless divine fool who's trying to find his way through the world and moving through this experience of these different archetypes and different characters and different experiences to find yourself and remember that you are always the fool anyway. But it's only in going through the expressions and experiencing the experiences that you can truly say that you're the fool. You can truly own the reality of what you are. So going through the experience of the tensions of humiliations and doubts and fears and all the stuff that you're going through is an intrinsic part of becoming the hero and experiencing the glory and rising above that which you ever thought you were. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles, Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.